This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to this week's Techno Podcast. My name's Neil Sparks, National Manager SMSF Strategy at BT Financial Group and part of the BT Technical Services team a group of qualified individuals who are available to answer any technical advice strategy queries you may have for your clients. With the popularity of SMSFs continuing, it's important to look at the increasing trend in illegal early release schemes and give some guidance as to how advisors can support clients exploring SMSFs as an alternative superannuation vehicle. If we start at the beginning, superannuation is a tax advantage structure for retirement savings purposes, and to qualify for the tax benefits, the fund must remain at all times a complying superannuation fund. One of the rules members must comply with is understanding when you can legally access your super, which generally speaking is when they reach preservation age and retire, turn 65 even if still working, or satisfy one of the other conditions of release. There are very limited circumstances where you can legally access your super early. Clients need to be aware of people promoting early access schemes. These promoters will tell them that they can help set up a self-managed super fund to withdraw super and use it to pay for personal expenses, such as credit card debt, buy a house or car, prop up a failing business, or even go on a holiday. Some of the warning signs of promoters to these schemes is that they claim you can access your super and put the money towards anything you want. They'll tell you to transfer or roll over your super to an SMSF so that you can access it. They'll target vulnerable people or those who are under financial pressure or unaware of the superannuation laws. And they will always charge high fees and commissions to complete these transfers. Of course, none of these things are true or possible in an SMSF. It is quite the opposite. You will probably be fined heavily and impact the future value of your retirement savings. If clients approach by a promoter or finfluencer and are encouraged to set up a self-managed super fund, the first thing they can do is ask if they're a licensed financial advisor and search if they are listed on the ASIC Financial Advisor Register. If not, encourage them to walk away fast. It's illegal to access super for any other reason than when it is allowed by the superannuation law. The ATO has taken the following steps to protect Australians' retirement savings from schemes to illegally access super by reviewing and assessing all new self-managed super funds when they're established. The SMSF registration process helps safeguard retirement savings by preventing the inappropriate establishment of SMSFs, and it will now take up to 56 days before an SMSF is shown on Superfund Lookup as a regulated fund. Once a new SMSF is displayed on on Superfund Lookup, it will initially be given a status of registered. This status is allocated to all SMSFs on registration and will be updated within seven days to complying when the SMSF receives its Notice of Compliance. An ABN for the fund will be issued before the election to be regulated is processed, and this means you can use the ABN to establish a bank account for the SMSF. 
If there is a problem with the new registration, the ATO will immediately contact the authorised contact for the SMSF. When an APRA fund or an SMSF receive a request to roll over their member super balance to an SMSF, they must use the SMSF Verification Service or SVS to confirm the ABN in the request is registered as a self-managed super fund, the SMSF status is either complying or regulated, the tax file number of the member requesting the rollover is associated with the SMSF, and the TFN of that member is not compromised. There's no verified date of death for the member, and the SMSF bank details in the rollover request match those held by the ATO. And the electronic service address in the rollover request matches that held by the ATO. These steps will help prevent the creation of an SMSF for the purpose of illegal access to super. It's important that trustees keep the ATO up to date with any changes to their SMSF details. This will also help reduce the risk of fraud and illegal early access. Clients need to ensure their SMSF membership details are recorded correctly and notify the ATO of any changes. To reduce the risk of fraud, the ATO will send an email or text alert or both when there is a change to the SMSF's financial institution account details, electronic service address, who the authorised contact is or any change to members. If you receive an alert and did not authorise or know about the changes outlined above, you should take action immediately. Now, of course, there are consequences for illegally accessing super. Any amount that is illegally accessed will be included as income in the tax return, even if they return the money to the super fund. This means clients could pay additional income tax and shortfall penalties along with interest. If clients have illegally accessed their super, they simply can't put it back into their fund. It will be considered a new contribution and captured under the cap limits. If a promoter helps clients access their super illegally, the client can't claim a personal tax deduction for any fees or commissions charged. And of course, there are consequences for SMSF trustees. Those who illegally release benefits to a member who has not met a condition of release may be liable for administrative penalties. They could also be disqualified as an SMSF trustee. And of course, if they're disqualified, they cannot operate as a trustee of an SMSF now or into the future. Their disqualification will be on public record, which could affect them professionally and financially. The ATO is actively monitoring self-managed super funds that lodge late annual returns as part of its crackdown on unlawful early withdrawal of retirement savings because it believes that a number of SMSFs are delaying lodgement to avoid detection of the early access. The ATO and ASIC may prosecute promoters of schemes designed to illegally access super. The ATO could impose civil and criminal penalties including significant fines and terms of imprisonment. And ASIC is increasing its focus on the activities of unlicensed entities, such as carrying on a financial services business without the appropriate AFS license. So let's look at a couple of uh, case studies of the consequences for a promoter of an illegal access scheme. 
The ATO investigated a promoter after a tip-off about the suspect establishment of several SMSFs. 35 were set up on behalf of 68 individuals between 2016 and 2018 and helped the individuals that weren't yet legally entitled to access their super transfer their balance to their SMSF so they could illegally withdraw it, sometimes on the same day the SMSF was established. Participants in the scheme reportedly used the money to fund personal expenses. The ATO commenced an action against the promoter in 2018 and the federal court imposed a $220,000 fine and a seven-year ban for the promoter. In another prosecution, a financial advisor recommended clients roll over their super into a new SMSF and agree to pay either a one-off advice fee or enter into ongoing advice fees and they would rebate part of those advice fees back to the clients. Now, this scheme would appear legitimate in that the money exiting the superannuation account was by way of fees, not a member withdrawal. But it was a large-scale operation with up to 183 unlawful withdrawals worth $1.5 million being made. In their defence, the promoter claimed that they had been pressured by clients who claimed they needed the money to pay personal debts. The advisor was sentenced to nine months' imprisonment for one count of obtaining financial advantage by deception and one month's imprisonment for one count of attempting to obtain financial advantage by deception. These cases demonstrate there are serious consequences for promoters of illegal early access schemes. In situations of, of early access and mistakes can happen, it's best that SMSF trustees get in touch with the ATO as early as possible. Early engagement is the best approach and it may help to reduce any penalties. Don't wait for the ATO to come to you. It's also important that SMSF trustees have a plan on how they're going to resolve the matter and have received the ATO's input on any remedial action to return money into the self-managed super fund. Now, I'd like to close by talking about Finfluencers. The definition of a Finfluencer is a social media content creator who talks about money, budgeting and investing in their posts. Why would we be concerned? Because in 2021, 28% of young people said they follow at least one Finfluencer on social media, and 64% of followers reported having changed at least one of their financial behaviours as a result. So let's think about when you provide a financial service. It's when you provide financial product advice, and you provide financial product advice if you give a recommendation or statement of opinion that is intended to influence your client in making a decision about a particular financial product or could reasonably be regarded as being intended to have such an influence. We know that if you provide a financial service or give financial product advice, you need to have an AFS license. Can your influencing also be construed as arranging? Well, it may be if your involvement in the chain of events leading to the relevant dealing is of sufficient importance that without that involvement, the transaction would probably not have taken place. What we know is that most Finfluencers don't have an AFS license. ASIC have stated that a Finfluencer is not a media commentator and as such, they are not exempt from the AFS licensing rules and they can't rely on a disclaimer to avoid the licensing provisions. 
ASIC stated that while an influencer can share factual information that describes the features or terms and conditions of a financial product without giving financial product advice, if it's presented in a way that conveys a recommendation that someone should or should not invest in a product or class of products, then this may be a breach of the law. ASIC is now actively monitoring the social media Finfluencer landscape and anyone discussing financial products and services online must understand their legal obligations with regard to providing financial product advice or arranging to deal in a financial product. If ASIC see harm occurring, they will take action to enforce the law. So if you're an influencer and you receive benefits or payment for your comments in relation to financial products, you are more likely to be providing financial product advice because it indicates an intention to influence the audience. Finfluencers are on notice and a number have taken down posts that recommend products or have links that direct their audience to products. As always, BT is there helping great advice to thrive. So make sure you register for our fortnightly BT Academy webinars and listen to our techno podcasts to keep up to date with the latest changes. Our next webinar will be held on Wednesday, April 12th, where Michael Tran will give a Social Security Fundamentals refresher. This session will examine the eligibility requirements for the most common types of Social Security payments, analyse strategies to potentially increase your client's rate of payment, and inform you about some recent changes. To register for these sessions, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. You can catch up on previous webinars in the BT Academy where you can find on-demand recordings of all of our previous webinars and you will still receive CPD points. Remember, if you have any strategy-related questions for your clients, you can call the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send us an email at technical at To all our listeners, remember to check back each week for our latest podcast topics. Until next time, thanks very much and bye for now. BT Tech knows and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.